everybody. How you doing? I'm so glad you guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Tuesday, September 8th. This is Off the Bench with Heidi St. John, episode 996. And today, I'm going to encourage you just a little bit from the Word of God. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thanks for tuning in today, you guys. As always, we really appreciate your leaving reviews for us over at iTunes and for leaving reviews for my book over at Amazon and wherever books are sold. This is a really important season for authors and speakers, especially who are trying to sell books and trying to and trying to just uh, get above all the other things and still kind of keep moving. And so you guys have been awesome and encouraging us that way. So thank you so much for doing it. Also, I want to give a really big shout out to one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Uh, my assistant, Melissa Crabtree, has a birthday today. Melissa and I have been working together for a really long time. And she is just, not only is she my assistant, uh, she has become a precious friend. And so Melissa is uh, heading up the fight for freedom in Enid, Oklahoma, fighting against those mask mandates. And boy, that woman's about as off the bench as any woman I know. So Melissa, my friend, I love you. Happy birthday. Today, you guys, I want to take you for just a minute uh, to Genesis chapter nine, verse six. And the reason why I'm going to do this is because uh, I heard uh, Abby Johnson, a friend of mine, on, uh, she did a Facebook Live the other day and she was talking about the smell of abortion. And I know that it uh, upset a lot of people because she was just, she was basically telling the truth about abortion because she heard somebody say, you know, why does it matter? You know, I'm, I celebrated my abortion. And she said, of course you're celebrating it. You were probably sedated. You probably don't remember what happened in, in that abortion. You don't remember. And, we know that God hates the taking of innocent life, right? Uh, Genesis chapter nine, verse six, if, if anyone takes a human life, that person's life will also be taken by human hands. For God made human beings in his own image. And uh, I am unabashedly pro-life over the seasons of my life. Uh, the passion that God has given me for the unborn has taken me to pro-life rallies, uh, to abortion mills where I can stand and pray and counsel. Uh, I've been speaking at pro-life events. This is a passion that both my husband and I have endeavored to pass on to our children uh, because we want our children to value what God values. And this is one area where we can work to align our hearts with God's heart. So in other words, you guys, if it breaks God's heart, it should break ours too. Uh, And I know that heartbreak translates into many different areas of life, right? Not just into the pro-life movement. And so the question should always be, Lord, what do you want me to do? If it breaks your heart, Lord, help it to break my heart as well. And one of the ways that we can get off the bench and onto the battlefield is simply to be active in uh, doing our homework and knowing who to vote for. And I've been saying this, I'm going to keep saying it. When you vote this fall, when you vote this November, you're not voting for a person. You're voting for a worldview. You're voting for a platform. And the Democrat platform, I don't know if you guys have have read this lately, but the Democrat platform is absolutely unabashedly pro-abortion. I mean, up until the up until the moment of birth, they are pro-abortion, and so I'm going to encourage you guys to do your homework and to go away from this platform and to say, Lord, if it breaks your heart, Lord, let it break 
my heart. Let it break my heart. Because the the party that uh, promotes homosexuality, the party that promotes Black Lives Matter, the party that promotes abortion on demand without apology, this is a progressive uh, platform that is absolutely um, antithetical in so many ways to what Christians should know and support. So if it breaks God's heart, it should break your heart. Listen, you guys, remember, I've got uh, mostly grown children now, right? All seven of our kids. We've got a couple still at home and three precious grandchildren. And so I'm always interested in ways that I can be an example of action rather than apathy when it comes to the suffering of other people. And so I want you guys to remember something today. This is my Tuesday podcast. So these are typically shorter. The Tuesday, Thursday podcast, I try to keep them just a little on the short side for you. Uh, But I want you guys to remember something today. Your children are going to care about what you care about. Your kids are going to care about what you care about. And so if you care about the unborn, they will care about the unborn. If you care about sex trafficking, they will care about it. If you care about the authority and inerrancy of scripture and the study of God's word, they will care about it. And so I I guess I want to just challenge you today to do a little deep dive into your own heart. What has God put on your heart? What is he what is he um burdened you with? What has he asked you to do? Has he asked you to defend the unborn, to become foster parents, to fight injustice that you see around you with regard to sex trafficking and other things? Whatever it is that you're passionate about, the Bible says that we should do it with all our hearts and soul and mind and strength. And remember that that passion comes from the Lord. You see, God uses people. And he wants to use you. I was telling a mom the other day, she was asking me, what, you know, what, Heidi, what can I do? And I was like, set up a card table uh, in front of your church and help people register to vote or hand out uh, pro-life pamphlets that explain the positions of the candidates in their area. These are important things. And these are the things that need to be uh, focused on and um, and championed really by Christians. And so in our home, we, we, uh, don't talk about things as if they were someone else's responsibility. We take responsibility. And so today, as you think about your own family, think about what it might look like five years from now. If you have a young family, uh, maybe five years from now means that you uh, you can, that's when you're just going to be able to really get out and start impacting your community. If you've got children that are 12 years of age right now, consider what they might be doing five years from now to further the ministry that God put on your heart. You see, even if your children don't go into the same sphere of influence that God has called you to go into, they are undoubtedly going to be influenced by your passion and by your obedience. And so when you think about what does it mean to get off the bench and onto the battlefield? I mean, to me, that's the main thing that stands out to my mind more than any other thing. Father, show me what it is that you would have me do. How can I use my influence? How can I use my my knowledge? How can I use... Uh, what you've given me. Just use me, Lord. Show me where I can go. Show me where I can be helpful. Uh, Here at the Homeschool Resource Center in Vancouver, we've had a lot of new people come in. And um, if you're listening to this and you're new to the center, we're looking for volunteers. The center needs people to help run it. It doesn't run itself. Think about the places that you guys can volunteer, the places that you can use your influence to 
be a blessing to the lives of other people who are on the front lines. Maybe your role is to find what's happening at your local abortion mill. I don't call them clinics anymore. You don't, you don't call, uh, you know, these are, these places literally are hell on earth. You go into these abortion mills and they're literally ripping tiny babies apart and throwing them in trash cans. These are not clinics. So I, I'm never, if people say it's an abortion clinic, I first thing I do is say, nope, that's an abortion mill. That's not a clinic. Clinics help people. Mills hurt people. And that's what they are. But maybe you can go down to your local abortion mill and maybe your job is to just bring, you know, water and food to the people who are out there praying and doing sidewalk counseling. There's so many things that we can do to get off the bench and onto the battlefield, particularly now as we're coming into an election season and so much is happening. You guys, we don't know what next week is going to be looking like, right? And I don't know about you, but I watched the uh, Republican National Committee. I watched the RNC, the uh, the convention that they had. I cannot wait to watch uh, Trump debate Joe Biden. That's going to be amazing. But I was very encouraged to, to this year in particular to see the stand that the Republican National Committee is taking for life. They are taking more of a bold stand than I've ever seen them take ever. In fact, I've been disappointed with the Republicans. But in this particular case, I mean, I am a values voter. I will vote my values first, always. Lord, if it breaks your heart, let it break mine too. And God's very clear what breaks his heart. And so I'm going to encourage you today, find a way that you can get off the bench and onto the battlefield. Remember that your children are watching you. They're going to care about what you care about. And then ask the Lord to help move you from a place of of, uh, apathy into a place of action. You guys are loved. You really are. You're loved by your creator. You're doing an amazing job with your kids, training them in righteousness, study God's word with them to show yourselves approved workmen unto God who do not need need to be ashamed, but who can rightly divide God's word and who can share the hope of Jesus everywhere that you go. Hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for joining me at MomStrong International today. And uh, I'm gonna be teaching. I'm gonna be teaching uh, on Wednesday. So I'll be teaching tomorrow over at uh, the Facebook page at MomStrong International. If you're a member there, be sure to sign up for that Facebook page. And tomorrow will mark the first day that I teach on the book of 1 Peter. Have a great day, everybody. Love on your kids. Stay faithful. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com. 